the guys that are already kind of pretty good at working hard, being a, a contractor, being a handyman, being a HVAC guy, being a pest control company, doing some of these other things where you know working hard is not going to take them to the next level. He uses his these tips and, and strategies and, and the clarification of your goals and then allows you to start putting in the tactics and develop some hiring plans. So it is very, very informative in the way that he does that, what we talked into, and we really even just scratched the surface. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview, dive deeper, and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, It's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation, and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies, and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations, and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. Welcome to Passive Wealth Principles, What I Learned episode. I'm your host, Jake Harris, and this is what I learned from Dirk Van Reenen. So Dirk is an incredible human. I love him. I think he's awesome. And actually, you know, the fact that I got to interview him on the podcast, actually, I got to hear more of his story and and he got, you know, real vulnerable. Some times in which he struggled in his his life and he really kind of dove into those, those times. And I think that it increased the level of connection. So let me talk you through a little bit of like his journey. He's, he's from South Africa. He was born and raised in South Africa. And when he was 14 years old, and actually like not just a little bit South Africa, but like 15 generations in South Africa. And his dad and his family had this foresight to see that back in the 90s, that there was this this transition of the country and that there was not going to be very much opportunity for people into the next kind of, I don't know, generation or multiple generation politically, you know, thinking about that from South Africa. So he picked up his family and moved them from South Africa to Crowell, Texas. And I think I said that right. But a small little farming town in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and they actually, and and through that process of the move, ended up with no money. They weren't able to sell off their stuff. And so they started over with nothing, with no money when he's 14 years old and his, his family, and they figured it out. They lived with another family. They started getting, and he's like, you know, honestly, we're very, very poor. And so my own journey and story of that is is that we you know figured things out we we lived in in a, a 16 foot camp trailer at one point with a, a family of of five so three kids uh while we fixed up this old house 
And so I, I, you know, I bonded in that connection of understanding of what it's like to get by. And really, when you're in it, you don't know that. You don't know what it's like on the other side. You just kind of have missing information set. So I wouldn't say that it's any worse off. And actually, we even talked about that is like he doesn't recall being less happy just because he maybe had less financial wherewithal or his family had less financial wherewithal in the past. And so it doesn't actually translate to happiness or, or necessarily quality of life. Of certain maybe fears or, or contentment is slightly different, but it helped him to develop a really, really strong work ethic. And he worked hard and kind of that cowboy mentality of work hard and work hard all the time, six, seven days a week. That was really, you know, formative of his experience. But, you know, he ended up being in a business and that business failed in 08. You know, like a lot of other businesses failed in 08. And he went through some really hard times. You know, he'd got recently got married. His, you know, his wife is pregnant with their first kid. His business has failed. He's owes hundreds of thousands of dollars into uh, creditors and is in debt and is just struggling to get by every single day. And it created this financial, you know, kind of moment in time where he was just like, this is enough. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Look. Two of the most common questions I get asked are, where can I find good deals to invest into? And is it possible to invest alongside of our deals as a passive investor? So my team and I wanted to put together an insider list where you can get first access to investment opportunities, due diligence resources, and best practices for those interested in investing passively into deals like the ones we talk about on the show. Those deals are mostly in the commercial real estate space, but I oftentimes get exclusive access to deals of people like the guests on my show. If those deals pass our criteria, we pass them on to those on the list. To gain access to this insider list, all you have to do is go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. We also host events, dinners, and give away VIP access to events that I'm speaking at or attending. Once again, it's www.catchkniveswithans.com and hit the big orange button on the top right of the page. For those that are serious about passive wealth building, we'll see you on the inside. Now, back to the show. I'm going to go take action. And then from that, and from that action led to the sequencing of unlocking the next levels, getting his little auctioneer business to, to sell some foreclosures and some land, you know, that then taking and growing that and developing it into some of his real estate team and then his systems and processes. And then really discovering a, a, a learner's mentality of that, hey, it's not just about working hard. It's about filling in this missing information because just working hard is not actually leading me to, to these next levels of success. Having lots of success in, in those areas of businesses, he was growing his real estate team to 11. And then he moved to, to Houston where he was able to take that and go from 11 or, you know, to 180, 180 to 230 agents to go that to another team and grow that and had over 400 agents. And so having these levels of success and then it created the next kind of pivot. And it was actually, and, and I love the analogy that he uses, it was like a crack to the shell of, is that at one moment in his time of being a leader where everything was a business and transactional related is that he realized 
He was not even valuing himself. He was only valuing himself on what he could produce and how much money he could make or how he could assemble someone's team uh, a little bit more efficiently. And then it caused him to kind of the next version of his life. And so then that introspective time period led him to being much more raw and much more vulnerable and and actually accepting and, and kind of this humble love of who he is. And that boldness is is what I, I think I found a lot of connection to, and, and I appreciate him sharing in the episode. You know, so obviously having these levels of success, he's then taken that and, and developed this into a program and a business called Bergflow, and he's helping these service-based businesses, these one to $10 million service-based businesses. Primarily, he helps other businesses that are not service-based. But the guys that are already kind of pretty good at working hard, being the a contractor, being a handyman, being an HVAC guy, being a pest control company, doing some of these other things where you know working hard is not going to take them to the next level. He uses his these tips and, and strategies and, and the clarification of your goals and then allows you to start putting in the tactics and develop some hiring plans. So it is very, very informative in the way that he does that, what we talked into, and we really even just scratched the surface and we you know, at the end of the episode, we talked about Maris Adventure, the largest private adventure park. I think it's 6,500 acres in Texas in the canyons that, you know, has off-roading and camping and shooting and just doing awesome, rad, amazing things. And so that is what he is doing as part of his passion project, as well as what he's doing with his business. So I learned a tremendous amount. And really what I also probably am going to value most is the emotions and the connection of him sharing his real true story and who he is. And I think it's very, very impactful. So I recommend that you listen out to those episodes. Again, this is a what I learned episode. If you want to hear more about this, you want to hear more detailed tips, tricks, strategies, we break these down into our newsletter. Our newsletter, you can find that at catchknives.com. You sign up for the subscribe button. This is a free newsletter, comes out once a week. From that once a week, we share some of these ideas, these books that are referenced many times on the podcast. And then we share some of those insights out to other people to start developing their own passive wealth machine, developing the systems that allow them to stop trading uh, their money for time and start using money to buy back their time. Have another amazing, fantastic week or whenever you're listening to this. And if you're listening to a whole bunch of them in a row, I look forward to connecting up with you on the next episode. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at jake.realestate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.